The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost except the son of destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world, so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I send them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them so that they also may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. I think one theme just to keep as the backdrop of, of everything today is this very phrase in the gospel, they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. And Jesus actually repeats that, right? He says it in one way, and then he says it again. And uh, if, if there's anything maybe all of you have learned about me, it's uh, all I really talk about is just the fundamentals in the first place, <laughs> because I really think that that's what we have to have in place, right? The Holy Spirit, the Eucharist, our Blessed Mother Mary, confession. It, it's never really been that complicated, right? It gets difficult. It gets very hard, um, but it's never really been that complicated. The Lord's really given us a very clear path, but there's many, many people in the world that seek to sort of make the path more complicated in one way, shape, or form. Uh, I told you all yesterday that I was with Father Tim in, in, a, in a Barnes & Noble in the mall, and, and like I said, the amount of occult kind of worship in books that were there were unbelievable. I mean, devoted tables and kiosks to essentially the occult. One of the, the center books sitting on this table was divination, which is like a grave mortal sin. You could look up the word in the catechism divination, and it'll tell you like, don't do that. That's like trying to take the power of God you know, what he can do about knowing the future and understanding the world and taking it for yourself so that you can exercise it in your own life and your own power. All these books about those things, everywhere in the store, absolutely everywhere in the store. We were, it was like we were just walking through there and it was just like, I, this is what I felt like. I felt like we were two pillars of truth walking in the midst of like just snares and obstacles all over the place. And then that, that's what he's telling us. He's just like, I, I am the truth. My word itself is truth. Christ's word, not, not all these other words that everybody gets mixed up in. The other fundamental is what this vestment symbolizes, sacrifice. We celebrate, actually today was the day I was uh, originally going to be ordained a priest, was on St. Justin Martyr, June 1st. But our studies are so much later there that they, they pushed it back so I could actually finish my exams and, and get home. 
And so I always, I always think of this day, um, but it ended up being two weeks later. But I want to read something to you today just from the Office of Readings, just a brief little portion. And this is um, St. Justin Martyr, his martyrdom, or right before he was martyred, one of the situations that they find him in, who we celebrate today. And so Rusticus, you know, the, uh, the leader of that area in that particular day, is questioning him, right? Trying to get him to make some sort of allegiance to the Roman gods, you know, in this particular situation. And so this is how the dialogue goes. He says, Rusticus said, you are a Christian then. Justin said, yes, I am a Christian. The prefect said to Justin, you are called a learned man and think that you know what is true teaching. Listen, if you were scourged and beheaded, are you convinced that you would go up to heaven? Justin said, I hope that I shall enter God's house if I suffer that way, for I know that God's favor is stored up until the end of the whole world for all who have lived good lives. The prefect Rusticus said, do you have an idea that you will go up to heaven to receive some suitable rewards? Justin said, it is not an idea that I have. It is something I know well and hold to be most certain. The prefect Rusticus said, now let us come to the point at issue, which is necessary and urgent. Gather round then, and with one accord offer sacrifice to the gods. Justin said, No one who is right thinking stoops from true worship to false worship. It's an amazing dialogue that happens right there. Just amazing. He's like, are you a Christian? Yes, I am a Christian. And he, and he says, do you have some sort of idea? You know, again, the same, the same thing that happens with us. Everybody thinks of truth as like a philosophical concept or an individual reality, all of these different things like that, an idea. No. You know, he's just like, no, it is not an idea that I have. It is something that I'm absolutely certain of in Christ. Why? Because his word is truth. Because he is truth. And because of all of that, that's why we also want to have a spirit of martyrdom, a spirit of sacrifice. Because we understand as we go out into the world that we're not a part of it. And that, in fact, the world can hate us just by the very fact of making that proclamation that Justin made. Yes, I am a Christian. And so, just to go out into the world these days, it's scary just to make that statement. I know the young people that I've talked about and talked to here in the school and other places, they're afraid just to even make that statement or maybe even wear some symbol that would identify with the reality of our faith because that's how hostile the environment around them is getting. So if we don't have a spirit of martyrdom, they would have nobody to look to, you know, nobody to be inspired by our witness that we're willing to say, no matter what the case, no matter what the situation, even in persecution, even in grave persecution with our, with our life hanging over our head, yes, I am a Christian. That, that's the one thing that we have that's actually worth dying for. Oh, none of the other stuff is that big of a deal. For each other and for our faith. You know, those are the things that, that are worth it in this life. And every single time we celebrate a martyr, we're reminded of that reality. 
is that our faith is so important that we would give the thing that's most important to us, our very life for it. Because the promise is a certainty that those who actually follow our Lord Jesus Christ will certainly receive what he promised to all of us. And, and with that there, then the world can't touch us. It has no power over us at all. God bless you all.